Welcome back to the Tangent Talk. Guys, I am brimming with hope and I'm brimming with excitement because we have a packed studio today. I'm talking about, we've got guests on Helbra side. We have guests on Tioff side. So I am so excited. But before I let that excitement take over, let me first say that this is season nine season nine. And we are so excited to be with you all. For those of you who are just joining, the Tangent Talk is a place where you can come and hear divergent views by an amazing cast. And we're just thrilled. Prior to recording this afternoon here, um, well, actually, I can't say here in Georgia because we're, we're geographically dispersed. But needless to say, we were just talking about how exciting it is for us that this started out as a dream. It was all a dream. And now we're nine seasons in. So thank you if this is your first time joining us and welcome back if you are coming back to us. And so I do want to just let you know that with season nine and as with all seasons, we do have a theme. We haven't quite fleshed out the full theme yet, but I will tell you that this episode, episode one of season nine is called Real Love. And we're going to get into that. But before we do, let's introduce you to our cast and our guests. So we'll start with the guests. I mentioned that Helbra and Tiolf have guests in our virtual studio today. And so Helbra, I tell you what, why don't you do the introduction? Please introduce to us your guest. Thank you. Thank you, Mona. Um, I have with me right now a, a very uh, dear person to me, um, a person that has been a fan of our podcast from the moment we started and is pretty much listening to every episode and is now uh, finally deciding to join us. Again, somebody very dear to me, uh, this is Breeze joining us. Welcome, Breeze. Hello, everyone. Glad to be on the show. I love the show and can't wait to get into it. <laughs> we are happy to have you with us, Breeze. Happy to have you with us. Awesome. Awesome. So going next to T-Off, T-Off, you've got a guest in the building. Please introduce your beautiful and amazing guest. Well, my beautiful and amazing guest uh, is Vibrant Thang, a.k.a. my big sis. Hey. We're excited to have her. I'm definitely excited to have her join today. I've been after her for a long time, and she, we're finally together on a recording day, and, and here we are. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm excited to be included on the podcast. Um, I've heard previous podcasts, and I've really enjoyed them. I'm just excited to be here. Thank you for having me. We're happy to have you here. We're happy to have you here. They say y'all the finest thing out of Chicago next to Kanye. So we're happy to have the Cut sisters in the house. Vibrant thing and tee off. Salute. Good to be with you all. And so we also have uh, Dark One in the building. So Dark One, uh, welcome. I, I say welcome back because we know you took some time off to uh, enjoy. H how are the young folks saying it this day, these days? It's not being hitched. Enjoy being, what would you say, Dark One? You're youthful. <laughs> I'm not sure what the young folks say, but, uh, but, I, but I have been enjoying it. So uh, it's been good. It's been good. You know, just really uh, kind of getting that to that next level of thinking about mm. stuff, you know, talking about buying homes and, yep, and just, you know, the future. So just lot, lots of good optimistic stuff and planning and being busy. Also just realizing you have to keep coordinating stuff like you did when you were, you know, separate people, you know, not, not a married couple. So, um, but yeah, I've just been enjoying it, enjoying the summer. You know, I love it when it's warm. So uh, just on this final leg to the degree, everything's good. 
That's wonderful, Dark Juan. That's wonderful. And, you know, we, I definitely enjoy the summer too. I think we all do. Someone said recently, and this is for those of you who listened to the last episode we recorded, which was Will, Chris, Jada, Omai, oh of course, talking about the controversial slap heard around the world. Someone said that Will Smith has definitely been pushed to the side because we haven't even heard summertime this entire summer. I, I mean, we used to hear that all the time. My folks in Chicago tee off and vibrant thing. Am I wrong? Did we not used to hear summertime, Will Smith summertime on rotation? Absolutely. <laughs> it, as if you just put that on my mind, I haven't heard it. No, Will Smith has been canceled, y'all. We have we have not heard summertime here in the A, and you all are confirming not there in his shytown either. So quite interesting. But speaking of songs, y'all know about Mary J. Blige. And in 1992, I don't know if it was the summer of 92, but she dropped Real Love. And as I mentioned earlier, that is going to be the title. That is the title of this episode, Real Love. We're talking about what does that mean in today's modern terms? Darquan said, hey, I don't know what the young people would call it. I'm a married man, and that's, that's what it is. But there are so many different definitions now to being partnered, to, be, to being coupled. At one point, I was hearing, you know, boot up. There's so many different terms, so many ways in which we are referring to how we show up in relationships. And we're going to unpack that today. But as we love to do here at the Tangent Talk, we relate to one another. We relate topics to music. So again, Mary J. Blige's Real Love comes out in 1992. And guess what? Another song that was very popular, and for those of us in the virtual studio, I'm just going to go ahead and put it up on our uh, on our monitors here. Another song that came out in 1992 was Boys to Men, Simpin' Ain't Easy. I can even remember Simpin' Ain't Easy. Y'all, I won't sing, I won't sing. But that was a 1992 classic. And I was taking a look at the lyrics, right? This is one particular verse. It says, Simpin' Ain't Easy. Get on your hands and knees and lift your eyebrows. Simpin' ain't easy. And if you want to get it, then you got to be willing to cry and beg, baby, please, and plead when you need. Now, just keep that in mind because we're going somewhere with this. So that's boys to men. Simpin' ain't easy. And then if we rewind to 1989, and I know I may be dating myself, but I, I had a poster of Big Daddy Kane, y'all. <laughs> Shout out Antonio Hardy, the, uh, the, the real name of Big Daddy Kane. I thought he was so sexy, but apparently I wasn't listening closely to his lyrics. In 1989, Big Daddy Kane had Pimpin' Ain't Easy. And obviously you can draw the correlation that Voice to Men, who's a more wholesome you know, group that people loved, you know, whether you were young or old, they changed it to Simpin' Ain't Easy three years later. But in 89, you all, Big Daddy Kane, fine, Big Daddy Kane, had Pimpin' Ain't Easy. And here are some of the lyrics. East to the bends, I slowly walked, clearing out my throat so I cold start my smooth talk. Sex in my mind, I was sure of it. I wanted to tax that beep like the government. Well, it's Friday night, ain't a damn thing funny. Beep, better have my money. Very different lyrics, right? <laughs> Very different lyrics. Pimpin' Ain't Easy, Big Daddy Kane, 1989. Simpin' Ain't Easy, three years later, Boys to Men. And so let's talk about the relevance, not necessarily about the songs and, and uh, not necessarily about the artists, but let's talk about some terms that are becoming common these days. Terms like red pill, terms like blue pill, terms like we just heard simp, all right? Boys to Men talked about simpin' ain't easy. 
and pick me. These are terms that we've heard. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know these terms very well. I, I think of myself as young at heart, but I really don't know these terms. So I'm going to invite T-Off and Helber and Dark Wan to come to the mic and give us the audience quick definitions of red pill, blue pill, simp, and pick me. And uh, Breeze and, and uh, myself, I'm um, in vibrant thing. You know, we may have some things that we want to add, but we're going to hear the definitions from the, the main cast, T-Off, Helber, and Dark Wan. And if, hey, you all, if you want to use it in a sentence, please do. I want to understand what these terms mean, because from there, we're going to launch into today's discussion. So T-Off, please, red pill, what is that? Well, what I understand red pill to mean is part of the, what they call the men going their own way movement where you have, and I believe we discussed this in a previous podcast, the incels, if, if you want to call them that, who call themselves, unplugging themselves from the matrix of relationships. And it's like, we're not going to allow women to control us. And we want women to submit to us. And it's basically like the ultimate uh, no simping movement, so to speak, uh, with the with the red pill. And it's really just um, misogyny. Mm, okay. All right. So we're going to like, thank you for that, T-Off. We're going to go through the definitions and then unpack the terms with discussion because I've got, I've got a, a tweet that I want to tee up for those of us in the virtual studio um, that actually references these terms. So wonderful. Thank you for that, T-Off. Now I understand red pill. Does that come by any chance from the matrix? That's what I remember red pill and blue pill. Is that the reference? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right, Helber, I heard you say, yeah, y'all heard that deep voice, right? Helber, go right ahead and talk to us about Blue Pill. Yes, well, I was just going to say what you just said, Luna, which is it comes exactly from the Matrix. I think somewhere in what they call the manosphere or the, uh, the social circle that all men exist within, there was, it was created this term of red pill and blue pill, red being men who have realized, like Tioff just said, that <laughs> I guess that the path to living a prosperous life is not prioritizing women as much. The blue pill is more so just as it was in the matrix, men who have decided to, I guess, continue to live in what taught, even if those things are wrong or even if those are true in terms of dating and relationships. So men that like boys to men, men that promote what boys to men define as simping, men that are more wholesome, um, men that prioritize what women want and what women need. So yeah, that's that's my definition of blue pill. Got it, man. <laughs> Y'all are educating me. All right. Well, come yeah. with it then, Dark One. Uh, T-Off uh, has outlined red pill for us. Helbra, blue pill. What is simp? A simp, a, a simp is a person who will say or do anything that they possibly need to do in order to bring about the desired effect. So these are the sort of guys who will lie to women and say that they're in a relationship when they're actually dating a bunch of people, you know, uh, at the same time, or women who uh, have like, you know, 10 guys on deck to, you know, kind of work through the rotation, but telling everybody all this, all this, you know, things that they want to hear in order to get them to do what they want to do. That's simping. So it's, it's unethical in essence. Yeah. Dang. 
All right. All right. Well, thanks for that. I have to take some notes. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm not dealing with simps. All right. And then to y'all, thank you for that, Darquan. Let's let's go to you on pick me. This one is this one is loaded. Go for it, Tiaf. Well, the term pick me is typically used to describe women who have internalized misogyny. Women who basically, how can I explain this? Women who basically tell other women that they need to be submissive to men or do or not do certain things in order to attract a man as if attracting a man or having a man in their lives is the ultimate priority. But it goes beyond name calling and it goes into the socio-political sphere. Like for example, women who voted in politicians who would overturn Roe versus Wade would be considered pick me, pick me because they are towing the line for misogyny going against the interests of women in their own best self interest to please men. Told y'all that was a loaded one. <laughs> that is a loaded one. But uh, thank you very much for that to y'all. So what I want to do next, um, you all have heard the definition. Uh, Tioff, Helber, and Dark One have brought them to us. I want us now to take a look at um, a tweet that inspired this, this episode. And you say, okay, well, what is it? Glad you asked. So again, um, the benefit of those of us in the virtual studio, I can share on our monitors the tweet. For those of you listening, I got to read it out. So this is a tweet. The handle is K. L-S-H. And so K-L-S-H writes, terms like pick me, simp, red pill, blue pill, goals. And by that, you know, you all have heard that. This is goals. A lot of women, it's goals. Bring to the table, often men, what do you bring to the table? Have ruined the idea of love and relationships for an entire generation. K-L-S-H tweeted that on February 20th of this year. Again, terms like pick me, simp, red pill, blue pill, goals, bring to the table, etc., have ruined the idea of love and relationships for an entire generation. That was posted or tweeted February 20th, 2022. So I'm going to go to my guests now. So Vibrant Thang and Breeze, you heard the definitions. Maybe you knew these definitions. I didn't. I'll be the first to admit I did not. <laughs> what do you think about this tweet? Do you agree with KLSH? or not? Let me go to you first, Breeze, and then we're going to come to Vibrant Thing. What are your thoughts, Breeze? I somewhat agree with the, the tweet because like this generation, and I want to take it back to what you first started off by saying, the music, the Big Daddy Kane, as well as the boys to men. Like we don't have that kind of music like boys to men. You know, it's more I can't even think of a, a popular love song at this time. So it's just like, we don't hear that nowadays. And so as a result, you know, we hear things or we see things. Social media also has a huge impact where we have pick me and simp and red pill, blue pill, and, you know, like goals and all of these things. So those things largely influence the culture. And so because of that, I agree with the tweet. Got it, Breeze. Okay. And I'm, I'm over here being really nerdy. <laughs> I'm writing everyone's name down and I'm going to put a score. So I've got Breeze. We got score one for agrees. Talk to us, Vibrant Thing. 
What about you? Do you agree with this tweet? Talk to us. Yes, I agree with the tweet. As I'm not on social media as often as I used to be. So a lot of these definitions are like, whoa, the definition of simp. I found one. Can I share what Absolutely. I found? Simping. When a man shows a lot of affection to a woman when he's around her, but acts as if she means nothing around his friends. Simping ass man to girl. Oh, baby, I love you so much. I don't know what I would ever do without you. Simping ass man to his boys. Man, I don't need that B. She I in the sack. But that's, but there's other fish in the sea. I always saw that as that. Simping as um, a man that does that. He talks one way to the woman and speaks another way to his boys about that woman. Tioff, could you flesh out Red Pill for us a little more? So they're, they're really from what I've heard, men who believe in this philosophy and what I've read about it. It's not just like a term, it's an actual movement by men to punish women who don't give them sexual attention. And another layer of that is in the red pill movement is American women are horrible. So we need to go to Asia or Eastern Europe or South America to get women because they're more submissive and more compliant and American women are greedy and materialistic and women from foreign countries will do whatever you want. So it's a multifaceted movement among men who I feel are angry that they haven't gotten the acceptance or sexual attention from women that they feel entitled to, which has actually been a driving force behind the mat, a lot of the mass shootings, but that's another topic. Got it, got it. Thanks to y'all. Wow, when you fleshed it out, you fleshed it out. I got it now. Pun it, it, you're right, that it does feel like a movement to punish women. Let's go back to you, Dark One. You said you and Helper were the nays, the women, vibrant thing, breeze, tea, tea off, Lunama myself. We said we, we are in agreement with this tweet. You, to use your term, uh, Darquan intimated that it's not these terms, pick me simp, that have caused the ruin the and the demise of love, or and dare I say by extension, the institution of marriage. You say it's something else. Talk to us about it. What else is it? There are so many things that are inferred um, by this tweet. So number one, it, it infers that the status of relationships uh, was in this stellar place that has that that has been ruined by these terms, and I I argue that the way relationships have been in the past, more more than likely, only the patriarchy would say it was great the way it was. Women will say that they were oppressed, didn't have the rights, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, within these relationships, and so I can't say that they were so great that we should be longing for the past. I think that we, you know, I think. Let's, just this whole civilization process is a verb that we are all a part of doing. And so uh, I think we're where we're supposed to be. In, in terms of looking in here and grabbing a term, because I think there are, I think all of these other terms, well, no, I think many of these other terms at least are connected to the simping, meaning saying what you've got to say to get what you want. And then I, I, um, I also appreciate the um, definition where it's say one thing to your friend, say a different thing to the woman or the, you know, the other gender. Um, so 
I think the game was ruined a while ago. Um, you know, this, this simping is not new. Um, Babyface said, you know, I'll, I'll buy your clothes. I'll pay your rent as soon as I get home from work. And we you know? like and, that. Right. But that's when the game started getting ruined, you know, because before that, R&B artists were like, you got, you got, you got what I need, you know. Um, and, um, you know, the, the songs were not simping. They were they were more so on the pimping side, if anything. Um, and pimping versus simping in this context, if you look at Kane versus Boys to Men, is saying things directly versus saying things indirectly to try to get what you want. So there was a uh, lot of pedophilia veiled in those older songs too, but I don't want to get too much ooh, into that. Tea off. Oh, we're going to come back well, to that. <laughs> go, go ahead, Stark. Well, yeah, uh -huh. again, again, though that that's where I started, which is that things weren't mm -hmm. all that great back then to mm -hmm. say that these things ruined that because we've been evolving to where we are. And I actually think that we are better off because people are more comfortable being how they are. So. What do you mean when you say people are more comfortable being how they are? Being misogynistic, got, being... Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a letter and a category that they fit under. So yeah, people are not just trying to fit into something that they are not anymore. They have all their categories and groups and ways of living nowadays. Hmm. Well, I tell you what, and we're going to come back to tea off in a second. I want to, I, I wonder if based on what Darquan is sharing that we're comfortable being in our categories. I, I want to ask, and this goes out to the entire cast, are we comfortable in who we are? You say, well, what do you mean, Lunama? Let's take a look at other definitions. So we've, we've talked about red pill, blue pill, simp, and pick me, and we're going to continue to dissect that throughout today's program. But um, for those of you who, who are nerds like me and everyone on this show is a nerd, because it's a good thing to be a nerd, right? That means we love knowledge and love learning. I was introduced to two terms. I'd never heard of them <laughs> until like a week ago, anima and animus. And so here's a definition, just a scrape from Wikipedia, quite frankly. They're described in the Carl Jung's School of Analytical Psychology as part of his theory of the collective unconscious. So when I hear Darquan say we're, we're comfortable in who we are, my question is, do we know who we are? Right? Jung described the animus as the unconscious ma masculine side of a woman. Let me let that sit for a second. Let me let it breathe. Animus is the unconscious masculine side of a woman, whereas anima is the unconscious feminine side of a man. So I've often believed, and I'm sure many of you on the cast and in our audience today, those of you listening, would agree that we as an entity, a human being, we have that duality, right, of masculine energy and feminine energy. I want to come to Tioff on, uh, on, on this question. Tioff, do you find then that there's relevance with this masculine side and feminine side that we all encompass, right? That duality. Do you find that that may in and of itself either uh, support these terms, red pill, blue pill, simp, pick me, or are they diametrically opposed from these terms? Talk to us, Tioff. I'd say diametrically opposed because if we break this down, then we got to get into cultural anthropology mm. um, in terms of how gender roles or the expectations of where are we supposed to do as men or women in our given societies, their, their cultural, religious, and social constructs in terms of what we define as femininity and masculinity. And by nature, there we we have we each have that duality but how that shows up 
for some men or some women is how we've been socialized to believe what masculinity or femininity is in our given cultures. Received. I told you guys we're proud nerds over here. Y'all heard T off drop cultural, is it anthropology? Was that what the term you shared, uh, T off? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. Was the, was the term cultural anthropology? Yes. Yeah, y'all, you were proud nerds over here. Get with the program, y'all. React to what T off said. I'm going to go to someone who knows T off best. I'm going to go to Vibrant Thing. Anything on what uh, T off just shared, do you agree with or disagree with? Or anything that you wanted to, to share re relative to anima and animas? And, and, and Vibrant Thing, before you weigh in, I do have to give credit. It was Melanie King. <laughs> and I, I chuckle because when I say Melanie King, it, it can be a polarizing name because some people know Melanie King as a, air quotes, Kevin Samuels supporter, right? The late Kevin Samuels. And some people know her as just a beautiful, intelligent woman. But I've been following Melanie over the last few weeks, really just listening to um, a lot of what she shared around these terms. And she does indeed encourage women to be more affectionate with men versus immediately, you know, uh, canceling them, right? This, this cancel culture. So she has been called pick me, right? Many people have said, Melanie King, you're a pick me. But I wanted to just acknowledge that it's thanks to Melanie King's show that I have learned about anima and anima. So back to you, Miss Vibrant Thing. What, if anything, that Tioff shared would you like to um, expound upon? Or what are your thoughts when you hear anima and animus, this duality of unconscious masculine, masculinity and unconscious femininity? Raising a son and trying to make sure that I don't drill what I think masculinity is. But also being a woman and feminine, not allowing him to be too feminized mm -hmm. in the same aspect. It's like a scale that you want balanced. You know, you, you want your son to be menless of men, but you want him to be compassionate and show empathy and be empathetic. And mm -hmm. a society, I don't think color has anything to do with it. We always want to masculinize and feminize and make sure that our children are protected by teaching those feminine and masculine ways, but you can hurt them by not making sure that it's evened out and make sure that they understand that they're feminine or masculine side sides are okay. I hope I'm not going off those rails with this. No, you're not. You're not. You're spot on. And I love, I love vibrant thing that you, you introduced to the discussion, the importance of how we as, you know, this is the microcosm here, our cast, but in the world, the macrocosm, how do we relate to these terms, red pill, blue pill, simp, pick me, how, how we relate to those terms can impact the younger generation. You know, you have the honor and the prestige of being a mother. That's a noble position in this world. And I really appreciate what you're sharing. You know, you talked about teaching your son empathy. Would you say that empathy is often categorized as a feminine trait? Yes, I think it's seen, seen as weakness. Mm. And it's not, I don't think boys are really taught it. I mean, I think it's innate in a lot of us. Mm -hmm. But I think to have it stressed 
to men and women, you know, on either side, I think it's important to teach both and explain, explain and express because it's not taught in school. Just to piggyback on what a vibrant thing was explaining about raising my nephew to have that balance. I do think because of the social constructs of masculinity and femininity in our society that if you raise your children extreme on either end, that sets up them up for vulnerability, but in a negative way. Say that last part again for us, off. If you raise your child on either extreme, mm-hmm. on a too much of an extreme end of that, that that makes them vulnerable in a negative way. If a woman is too feminine, that makes her a vulnerable to attack. If a man is too masculine, that makes him vulnerable to attack, but from other men or what's expected of him to behave as a man in society as well. Thank you for that, Tiaf. I see uh, Helbra leaning over the mic and I wanna come back and pick you up, Helbra, but let me just tease something out quickly or at least put it on the table and then I wanna come to Helbra. What I'm finding, Tiaf and, 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 and company is that and again, that's why we, we thank Vibrant Thing for introducing motherhood and rearing a child. To me, Vibrant Thing is right. Many people see empathy as, as a form of weakness. But what about teaching children and ourselves <laughs> mastering emotional intelligence, right? We, I celebrated us being nerds, proud nerds. But that's, that's a form of when you think nerd, you think intellect. What about emotional intelligence? Because in my view, if we are, to your point, Tioff, rearing children or showing up in the world as adults on, two end, two, on the extreme ends of things, that is then where these terms come into play, right? If I'm, if I'm prioritizing what a woman wants, wants, going back to the definition that Helber gave us of blue pill, if I'm prioritizing what a woman wants, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm blue pill, or is it if I'm at the extreme prioritizing what she wants at my expense, right? So I just wanted to put that on the table. We we can pick it back up if time permits, but Helber, you were going to weigh in. Go right ahead. No, I've just been thinking, and I think all of this conversation just comes down to the point of really just a person being comfortable in their own skin, you know, which is partly what we leaned the conversation into. But I feel all of these things are a question of, you know, what society labels something and and what society labels something else as opposed to just how you feel about yourself. If you feel that the way you are showing up in the world is healthy and the people that you love and love you you know, everything everything is healthy on that regard and they are expressing that they enjoy the way you show up and they aren't expressing any anything negatively about it. Why should it matter? I'm gonna it's, challenge you on that. Finish your thought, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna conclude with, it's just the, the self-talk and how we view ourselves that makes us show up with this constant, you know, thought process of, if I do this, then this will make me feel that. Or if I'm a man and my wife makes more than me, then I'm less of a man. Or if I'm a man, my wife has to do what I say, then, or if my wife doesn't do what I say, then I'm not a man. Or if I'm a man and I have manners, then that makes me weak. Or if I'm a man and I do something and somebody in my life expresses to me that they don't like how I made them feel, if I apologize for it, then that makes me less of a man. That makes me weak. So men aren't weak, so I can't do that. I think that's how a lot of us show up in the world. And I think that's unhealthy. And I think that's, like you just said, Luna, what plays into all of these different terms that we want to label ourselves and label each other. 
Agreed. I, I just I, and, and you, you you said a lot there. That's that's important, uh, Helbra. I think while while I would like to agree with you because I do advocate and promote people being their authentic selves. Mm-hmm. I also know, and I think everyone on this panel would agree that there is power in language. And if I am showing up as, for example, a woman who's like, you know what, much like what Vibrant Thing said, I want to, I want to deepen being in my femininity. And someone says, oh, you're a pick me. <laughs> that may, that may then thwart my, my efforts because in so much as I'm confident in who I am, especially every year <laughs> that I celebrate a birthday, I feel more and more confident, but I'm still a human being. I'm still someone who is impacted at some level, right? By mm-hmm. how friends and even sometimes non-friends see me. And so then it comes back to, right? It comes back to that tweet because while the women all agree that this tweet we agree with it and that it also is problematic that we're saying, going back to KLSH's tweet, pick me simp, red pill, blue pill, goals, bring it to, they've ruined the idea of love and relationships because these words have influence. You know, they say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm. No, they do harm. They do influence, right? What I'm pushing back on is the notion that it would be great (laughs) if we can exist in society who we authentically are. But the fact is we go to cookouts, right? And so Bob Mm -hmm. says to us, "Uh, James, you simping, man, let her get her plate. And then we Mm -hmm. we start having second thoughts, like maybe she should get her plate. (laughs) And now there's an argument over just the fact that an observer made a comment using one of these derogatory terms that impacts us. React to that, um, Helber and Breeze, and then I'll come back around. And guys, we could go on. This is a great discussion, but in a, in a few, we're going to wrap up. And for those of you who are familiar with the wrap up, that allows each of our cast members to give a 20 to 30 second um, summary of his or her point. So uh, Helber and Breeze, react to what I just shared. You know, Helbra, and maybe Breeze, this is a question for Breeze. Helbra, you just said, yeah, we should just, you know, we let us be who we are and that's that's good enough. And I know I'm simplifying it, Helbra, but Breeze, do you agree with that? Is it okay to just say, well, it is who we are or do you believe that these terms that we're making so popular, social media, conversations, do you think these terms have an impact? Breeze? Um, I like the example in what you just gave because like it is true, like it does have an impact on, on society today because it allows other people to influence who we are as a person, our authentic self. I believe that in terms of, and I keep, I think I keep going back to like music today. Like you, you mentioned boys to men, um, simping ain't easy. And then 1989, big, uh, big daddy came, I think pimping ain't easy. When you look at the times of the music that was out then, you know, like, I don't, I was like born around 89. So like, I don't know what the music was like, but around 1992, when Boys to Men was putting out Simpin' Ain't Easy, you know, you had all of these love songs and in today's society, we don't have that. And then social media being an influence, we, we don't have the music. And then it's just like, because of the music, which I think influences the culture as well, you know, it's, it, it affects like the way people show up, like because everybody wants to keep up with what's going on in the the social media world. Can right. I just can I right. just add? 
Sorry, can I just add, just playing devil's advocate? <laughs> you do it so well. Go I, right ahead, Helper. <laughs> I, I, think, I think women are, at the very least, just a little bit easier influence than men. I'll leave it at that. Okay, I need to have you react to that vibrant thing. You are raising a king. Talk to us. Do you think, and Helper always does this, by the way, vibrant thing. I know you and Breeze are no. Well, my friend show. said, my friend said her man is doing this. So why aren't you, it's, it's like we, as men, we, we do that a, a, at least a little bit less. But they're definitely influenced by things in which they see like from other celebrities or people outside of maybe not friends, but you know, other influencers. So who, who, who would be, who would be the male version of Kim Kardashian? Oh my God. Let me go to vibrant thing on this because helper, I'm about to mute your mic. Let me see if I can mute it because you're just getting out of control. <laughs> no, no, helper is bringing up a good point. React to that vibrant thing. You're raising mm -hmm. a young king. Ildris Helper says, Hey, listen, y'all, this is a female thing <laughs> where you guys are easily influenced by what your friends and, and peers and others say on social media. You're trying to keep up with the times. And then he had the nerves to ask, Who is the male version of <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian? So talk to us, vibrant thing. You're raising a, a, a male child. What do you what do you find in your observation of him? Is he influenced by his peers or is he more influenced by the the matriarchal uh, figures within your family? Talk to us. He's influenced mostly by the matriarchal figures in the family, but unfortunately being part of this generation, the social media, he's influenced by that as well. But fortunately, mm. the, the men in the family, they take, you know, more priority as to him listening, but unfortunately the rap songs and the guys with the big cash and the money and the influence, you know, he, he, he's still, you know, yeah, he's still influential, you know, he's, in, he's, he's an impressionable age and we he's get that, but right. look, he's also a leader. He doesn't take what others say and just follows but mm. as far as generational thing with men looking a certain way as far as how they treat women mm -hmm. and what they're willing to do for women mm -hmm. i find myself putting him in check a lot mm. about you know there, there's no dutch there's no she pays ever you understand when when you're courting a nice young lady you are the male you are supposed to you know pursue her and do what a man that I look for to do, I expect the same of him and no less. Received. Thank you for that vibrant thing. So let me ask you this then. What happens if someone says, hey, your mother is teaching you to take care of a woman, um, at least when in, in dating, you know, making sure that you you fit the, you fit the bill, so on and so forth. How would you react to someone that says that's blue pill behavior? Well, I, I don't, I want my son to find love first and foremost. I don't want him to do it as um, a business transaction. I don't want him to be taken advantage of either. You know, that's that's a slippery slope, that whole thing. That's that's difficult for me. No, I think I think it's a challenge for all of us. You know, we're trying to understand how we can create this legacy of love and not being saddled with these terms that 
do influence us, Ildris, <laughs> men and women do influence us. I want to come to Darkwan for a quick sec and ask, hey, Darkwan, you're you're married, <laughs> right? You made it to that, uh, what many would say is the epitome of a relationship, the highest height, you know, for many. What was some of it? You can speak authentically. What was some of the, uh, you know, the bros in your, in your, in your corner, in your network? Or as the Brits would say, the bruv, you know, what, what did your bruv say about you getting married where they're like, oh man, you, you, you let her tie you down. Or in other words, were they in, in so many terms, maybe they weren't using blue pill simp. Were they suggesting that, Hey man, you've given up your, 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 your masculine rights. Talk to us. What was that experience like? Uh, no, uh, they, they were all uh, supportive. They did ask her, what did she do to me? As in, what manner of voodoo did you <laughs> cast on him to get him to settle down? See, that's um, problematic right there. So well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes but, me want to shoot. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, I, um, I think my friends are generally very straightforward gentlemen. Um, not a lot of simpery going on. And I'm, I'm still coming back to simping because it's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> I think simping leads to red pill behavior, which creates blue pill people. So wow. I think they're all connected together. Yeah, when you simp and it doesn't work, you then get angry, you know, and then you, you try things that aren't genuinely you in order to bring about the, the effects that you want. And then that leads you back into this horrible cycle, which just gets men angrier and angrier when being disingenuous doesn't work. I, and I, I still want to blame it. That's I blame fun. the simps. I blame the simps for the situation, not the terms. So all the way back from, like I said, when Babyface was paying the rent as soon as people got home from work, it led to people saying, you know, <laughs> maybe, baby, we could chill after you pay my automobile. You know, it, it then empowered women. I don't know what color or what pills these women are taking, but they needed those automobiles paid before they could, you know, men could chill. So it, it comes from both sides and all the way up to our, our Negro brethren who says that, you know, I can put you in a condo somewhere up in Toronto, you know? So what I Shout did- Shout out to T-Pain, go ahead. Yeah, what, what I said is I'm not going to put you up in a condo up in Toronto. I set reasonable expectations. Uh, I think, you know, hearkening back to what uh, Ildris said, as a man, I automatically, uh, you know, revolt against efforts to control me or program me. I'm not saying that women don't also, but I definitely know I don't like to be controlled. So all of this simp brainwash pill colorism stuff is stuff that I just innately am against. Um, even before I understand what it is, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do it because you were telling me that I'm supposed to do it. Understood. All right, Darquan. All right. Well, as we look to wrap up, it's been a rich discussion and, you know, we're, we're learning different terms. I'll speak for myself. I'm learning because I, I didn't really understand many of these terms. I was looking forward to this uh, episode and you all didn't disappoint in educating me. I won't get into my wrap up yet, but what I will say is I do think there's power in language. We talked about this in a former episode. We talked about linguistic programming. And so we're constantly hearing things that do at some point, you know, you just heard Dark Juan say, don't program me. But at some point, words, and when they become popular in culture, they do, to some extent, have a programming effect, <laughs> whether we like it or not. You know, for me, of the four terms, red pill, blue pill, simp, and pick me, pick me has been one, and Tiaf and I have, have had rich, rich and creative dialogue around it, has been one that has activated me. <laughs> because in many ways, I feel when it comes to pick me, I disagree 
that this is women or these are women who internalize misogyny. And that's just my viewpoint. I believe these are women who, A, shouldn't even have the title pick me because it's a derogatory term, but rather, you know, if women are looking as, as, as uh, vibrant things said earlier, if women are looking to be um, more in their femininity, more in their feminine energy, because we know for men overall, and we're speaking about heterosexual men, that they, they want to provide, they want to support. And if we're coming off as women, they're like, no, we got it. We don't need you. <laughs> then, you know, that lacks the feminine energy and we're more in the, the Carl Jung's uh, school of thought. Uh, we're more in our um, animus state, right? And so for me, you know, that that term is triggering. It, it does activate me <laughs> when I hear pick me because I, I, I do find that women who are just deciding whether it's later in life or they're being, I hesitate to use the word groom, but maybe they're, they're mothers who are successful in marriage and relationships are telling them, hey, this is how, this is how you attract a wholesome man. I don't think that term should be used. And, and again, that's because I truly believe that language is powerful. So as we look to wrap, I'm just gonna do a, a rapid fire and, and go around uh, the panel here and get your final thoughts. And then we're gonna go into the wrap up. So knowing these terms in the rapid fire, I would just ask the cast, which one of these terms, red pill, blue pill, simp, or pick me is the most harmful and why? And so we'll start with the men, especially since they were the ones who said they did not agree with that tweet, that these are the terms that are ruining relationships in our generation. So let's start with you, Helper. Which of these four terms are the most harmful and why? 30 seconds or less. Go right ahead. I would say pick me just because of the fact that women, like I just argued, are a little bit more easily influenced. That creates a more, you know, misogyny filled society. But I think overall, what's happening right now in terms of love and relationships is just people are hurt and social media and the internet gives people much more of an ability to express that hurt mm. and put that hurt on each other. And I think it starts with just healing because- Well, hold that thought, uh, yeah. uh, Helbert. You're going off okay. into your wrap-up, sir. Okay. But no, that, that's powerful. That's, yeah. that's powerful. Yes. And, okay. and when people are hurt and they have a, a, a medium to express that hurt, mm. that to me is also um, dangerous. So thank you again. Mm. This is our rapid fire. We're getting the term that you think is the most dangerous and why. And then we'll go into the wrap-up. I want to hear more about what you're sharing, Helper, and your wrap-up. Thank you, sir. Right, Let's thank go you. to Dark Juan, who is now a married man. <laughs> Shout out to marriage and the institution of that. Talk to us, our dark one, which, and you kind of alluded to this, which of the four uh, terms are most, is most dangerous and why? 30 seconds or less. Simping by far is the most dangerous of the maladies. Yeah, disingenuous communication is the worst. You know, if you, if you like somebody, tell them that you like them. If you don't like somebody, tell them that you don't like them. But don't feign affection. I think feigning affection makes healthy relationships impossible because you, you, you ha you're really building on sand, you know? So, you know, and then on top of it, it leads to other unhealthy behaviors. So when you tell people whatever they wanna hear in order to get whatever you want out of them, that is our culture ultimately right now, you know? So men tell women what they wanna hear in order to get what they want out of them. Women tell men what they wanna hear. We're, we're just con uh, communicating in a disingenuous way. So we don't, you know, it, it is a, a terrible self-perpetuating cycle because we, don't really get to know each other. We don't really become fully self-expressed because we're always telling people what we think they want to hear. 
Um, and then, you know, the, as a result of that, we're not fulfilled because we never really delivered our real selves to people. Yeah, Got I think it. it's, the, it's, it's the most painful because everyone suffers from it. Received, received, powerful. Thanks, Dark Juan. Well, you know, that's why boys to men said it ain't easy, brother. <laughs> it ain't easy, simping. All right, going next to the women to round us off. We're going to go to tee off, vibrant thing next, and then breeze. So tee off of these four terms, which are the most, which one is the most dangerous and why? Tee off? I would actually say that simp is the most dangerous, but not for the reasons that were given by vibrant thing or dark one. Um, because I do spend a lot of time on social media just trying to get reactions with people to flesh out information to have for the podcast. And what I have found is that a lot of men call any man who was good to a woman and not disrespectful and treat women with kindness and respect, they call them simps. If a man mm-hmm. is a, as a, identifies as a feminist, other men call them simps. And quite frankly, to speak about, just pull out Brother Malcolm X for a quick second. Uh, at least in the, from the Black perspective. He always talked about respecting and protecting the Black women. I would take it even further to say that he was assassinated basically for his protection of Black women. And if Malcolm X were alive today, I do believe men would call him a simp. Come on up, T-Off. You're too deep for this Sunday afternoon, I tell you. Only here at the Tangent Talk, man. That was a brilliant point. I, 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 I'm curious and hopeful that you'll tease out more of that in your wrap-up. I tell you what, love it. Thank you for that, T-Off. We're going next to Vibrant Thing. We'll wrap up with Breeze. I may keep you all on the cliffhanger as to which one I choose, or I may go right into it at my wrap-up. So Vibrant Thing, which of these four most dangerous and why? I'll say simp. But I typically try not to label people because words are spells. All words are spells. Be it good or bad, it creates. So, you know, anything like simp, you call someone a simp, you know, you're labeling them. You know, all of these things are labels. And like I just said, they're all spells. You recreate things. That's why I kind of got off of social media at the beginning of the COVID crisis. People just feed too many things into these labels and you create just more problems by doing so. And I'll just end it. Oh, agreed with that. I love what you talked about words on our spell. I put a spell on you. All right, come through Breeze. You're gonna wrap us up. Thank you for that vibrant thing. Great comments. Breeze, talk to us. Which of the four in your view is most dangerous and why? Breeze? There was a toss up for me between simp and pick me but I'm gonna go with simp I think that is the most detrimental most toxic of all four thanks for that breeze you want to just uh, touch on why that's so or do you want to leave that for your wrap-up um I'll leave it for the wrap-up <laughs> got it got it all right all right so right now in case you guys were curious about the score we have three people who said uh excuse me four breeze was the fourth who said simp is the most dangerous of our four terms. And uh, Helbra mentioned pick me and I'm, I'm with Helbra for, for several reasons. Biologically, I'm with Helbra <laughs> and intellectually I'm with them. I'm gonna say pick me, you know, that one hurts. And I don't know if it's the, and maybe Dark Juan and Helbra can help me with this. I think there's, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Jamaican term, I should know this, <laughs> in Patois, I think it's pick me. And it's, it, it also is to refer to a child, but, it, but some people say it has ties to slavery with pick a n i g g you guys know the rest so i don't know i think i'm just activated with that term for several
several reasons, but I'll leave it for the wrap up. So you all, I just want to get- oh, oh, go right ahead, Dark One. I think the derivative is piccaninny. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't just sound horrible. <laughs> Nothing about that mm-hmm. sounds right. <laughs> so, but I tell you what does sound right. These mics sound right. You guys have been dropping some, uh, some great golden nuggets and I cannot wait to get into the wrap up. Again, thank you Vibrant Thing and Breeze for being in the building. So as we often do here, um, in fact, we always do, we always wrap up. And so this is just an opportunity for you to speak without anyone else interrupting. We give you the stage. In the interest of time, we'll we'll make the time uh, 20 seconds to just give a wrap up. What did you take away from today's episode or what do you wanna share with the audience as your final thoughts on these terms and the state, (laughs) the state of relationships for black, brown people or anyone, because we have a variety of listeners. What do you think is the state of love? Maybe you want to touch on that. So with no further ado, we'll start with our first guest, Vibrant Thing, for her 22nd wrap-up. We'll go next to Breeze, and then we'll come to the cast. So just your thoughts on the program, your thoughts on love, because remember, the topic is real love. Go for it, Vibrant Thing. This is TF. I'm going to go ahead and go, because Vibrant Thing had to step away for a quick second, but she'll be right back. My takeaway is that we need to do a part two, because there's so much more to unpack um, around these terms and there were some I didn't realize the conversation would get as deep as it had because there are some TikToks that address some of these topics I do want to say just really quickly calling someone a pick me isn't calling them that because they want to rest in their femininity but I don't want to get too deep into that uh, I, I want to save that for part two no, that's, that's, that, that makes a lot of sense. And thank you for that tee off. I loved what you said earlier when we were uh, doing the rapid fire on the, the terms, when you talked about who Malcolm X may be, or rather how may, Malcolm X may have been labeled in today's terms. I thought that was, that was a golden nugget if y'all didn't catch it. I really, really appreciated that. So maybe in part two, you'll do a deeper dive because I do find that it's dangerous when we are assassinating people by words <laughs> when men are trying to do right, you know, so um, very powerful to you off. So let's go next to Breeze. And when Vibrant Thing returns, just um, if you could just throw a note in the, uh, the monitor, uh, tee off and we'll come right back to her. So Breeze, talk to us. Your 22nd wrap up begins now. Yes, um, I will say that I enjoyed the topic and the conversation. I do believe that words have power. I believe that people should be their most authentic selves, like not to focus on what social media says and to, you know, just be yourself. Like if you like somebody, you like somebody, you express that. If someone has an issue with it, then you find somebody else. Like don't go based off the terminology of pick me or simp or red pill, blue pill. Just be yourself (laughs) and you'll find the right person, the person for you. Amen to that. Like that. All right. Well, thank you for that, Breeze. Let's go next to you, Ildris Helbra. I'm still, you know, still coming down off of my emotional charge when you said that women are likely more influenced by the terms, oh, but I'll, I'll let that I go. Do. That's <laughs> what I do. That's what I do. I'm here to charge your battery always. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just saying, I think overall what's sitting with me is just people are hurting from love and from relationship. And people aren't able to healthily process it and heal from it. So now that society has gotten to this point where the internet and social media and music even more so than it's ever been is such a huge part of our lives, we express it, we express that hurt and we, ex- we put it on each other and, and comes out in the form of these type of labels. 
and you know this conversation that leads to basically just more hurt and I think we all have to start with healing ourselves you know before we can love anyone else or be in a relationship with anyone else well said helper hurt people hurt people bless people bless people well said I definitely appreciate that especially knowing that you're in the behavioral sciences to to hear you talk about the importance of healing well well said let's yeah. come now to I feel like we should change your name dark one now that you're married like wedded wedded one I don't know anyway dark one talk to us what's your wrap up go right Love ahead <laughs> so I, yeah I think it's it's really about you know in, in the context of what is real love, uh, I think it starts with the self-love. And if you have self-love, you don't simp. You know, you you present yourself in, in a more wholesome way. You communicate honestly about who you are. And and I've seen this over and over again, really, with a lot of my friends and a lot of people I've known throughout the years is people are looking for the love in someone else. And so they do anything they can to get th that thing that they think is with, within that other person. But because they don't have their their true self-love they're selling themselves to this other person at 50 percent. you know you're selling yourself at a discount and you're never going to get 100 percent of the return when you're selling yourself for 50 percent. so if people want to be happier they need to pay more attention to being happy with who they really are well said well said vibrant thing i'm not sure if you're back to your mic yet if you are please go right ahead with your wrap-up i agree with the last gentleman i do believe that self-love and knowing who you are and having strong family that love you will get you far. That's what I believe. Indeed, indeed. And definitely, as you said, vibrant thing, having a family that is going to support as Ildris and Breezed and Dark Juan touched on, you know, support your authentic self so that when those terms are hurled at you at the cookout, <laughs> right? Oh, you simping, brother. You can, you, you're able to, um, re, you know, not allow that to change the way you are. Um, that you continue to love on that woman, love on that man in your most authentic way. So that is indeed real love. And so with that, I'll quickly wrap up and just say that I've, <laughs> this is going to last me all week. I'm going to be like smiling from ear to ear because I had an opportunity to, to plug my cord into this, um, as Helper said, battery and just get recharged. It's been such a great conversation. We so appreciate Vibrant Thing and Breeze for joining us. And so, you know, for me, I, I, would, I would agree with everything that was shared and, and to personalize it. I think what I've discovered is it's not so much, okay, am I doing too much or not doing enough? It's am I doing what's most in alignment with who I am and what it is that I'm I'm trying to accomplish. And so tee off, this is for you because, you know, audience knows that tee off teases me for being a Jay-Z groupie <laughs> and always quoting Jay-Z. Today, tee off, I'm going to quote most deaf and one of his. Oh, uh, wow. I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> he, he talks about it's, 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 it's ugly like it must be. And I think sometimes we just have to appreciate that with this thing called love. Sometimes it's messy. Right. And, and I would agree that we don't need to deceive people. <laughs> that only makes it messier. But this what is real love for me, it's being as real as I can be with myself and allowing my partner to be as real as he needs to be with himself, knowing that it may be ugly as it must be, because we learn from that. We learn from the messiness, knowing, though, that the beautiful thing that we're creating, this real love is based on sincerity authenticity, 
vulnerability, and the list goes on. So we appreciate the real love that y'all are showing the Tangent Talk. Please share this if you were if you were uh, activated like I was when Ildris talked about <laughs> women being more influenced. No, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing uh, Helbra, but if you were- I was activated. Uh, you, you were activated too, T.R.? Then that's why we're going to have to do part two. But if yeah. you enjoyed any part of the segment, please share, please post on your social media outlets. We thank you. We love you. We appreciate the real love.